0: Greetings. I'm your spiritual friend, Michelle Watts, and I'm here to guide you through an enchanted portal called the fairy ring. Here in this liminal space, we will walk the hidden worlds of mysticism and learn how to ground that dreamlike energy into our everyday lives. So if you're ready to affirm your curiosity and set yourself free to create a reality from the realm of fantasy, then welcome to the fairy ring. And just as a quick reminder, the Fairy Ring podcast is a fantasy narrative alongside being a spiritual self-help tool. So be sure to listen to episode 1, Portals, and episode 2, Collecting Moonbeams, before continuing the story. The Fairy Ring opens and pushes you through a gold foil mirror. You stumble left and grab the first thing that's within your line of sight. A painted horse with blue jeweled eyes, bobbing up and down next to a tiger with a silver saddle. A child laughs as you try and find a focal point among a blur of pastel neon lights. You feel your clothes cling to you, still damp from ocean water, but the night air is warm and alive. The carousel slows down to a stop. And you walk towards the exit, uncertain and dizzy. Strings of Edison bulbs compete with starlight, connecting dozens of blue velvet tents and glowing rides that spin and twirl. And before you enter into the electrified night, a ticketmaster in a black silk vest holds out a hand to stop you. You look at him confused, as he points to your pocket expectingly. You reach into your pocket and pull out a single silver ticket. The ticket master grabs it, punches it three times, and hands it back to you while pointing to a silver tent in the middle of the carnival. You step off the ride onto soft grass and begin to feel self-conscious when you remember that you don't have on any shoes. But when you look around, you see that everyone is barefoot, even the fire breather and a man announcing that behind his tent is the world's largest fox, who also happens to tell riddles, you won't believe your eyes or ears. The smell of popcorn and caramel permeates your senses as an acrobat does a backflip in front of you, making the people around you laugh. The acrobat winks at you and points again to the silver tent before somersaulting away. As you walk closer to the tent, the more the fabric looks like it's made from moonbeams. And right above it is a neon sign that flickers. Enter the spin, the wheel of fortune. It's never too late to find your fate. When you enter the tent, the sound of the night fades into a dark blue calm. It might just be a clever trick But instead of walking inside of a tent, you walk into an empty field filled with nothing but wildflowers and a ferris wheel blinking in silver and gold bulbs. You walk up to the ferris wheel, feeling cold metal under your feet as you step up to the platform. There was no one on the ride except for a woman wearing a silver blindfold sitting in the bottom cart. She opens up the cart door, extending her hand. Do you have your ticket? She asks and somewhere you swear you can hear silver bells. You hand her your ticket, and she gestures for you to sit across from her. You sit down, and as she closes the door, the ferris wheel begins to rise up, just as the first traces of sun begin to creep across the field. You look up at the woman as she removes a silver blindfold to reveal a gold one underneath. You stare at her in bewilderment before her stoic expression changes into an impish grin. She removes the gold blindfold to reveal different colored eyes, one silver and one gold. My sight is bold, she says. I watch the sun set and rise just as the moon feel this wheel go up and down. I can close one eye or the other or wear my blindfolds but I would rather see things as they are where they are and decide who I want to be in them. She hands you back your ticket, which is now gold. There are times for both, I suppose, but you always belong to each of them. And for now, you've been in the silver for too long, and it's time for you to go to the light. You hang onto the side of the cart as the wheel speeds up, just as the sun quickly rises and the world spins and spins and spins until you see nothing but sun. The moon is always jealous of the heat of the day, just as the sun longs for something dark and deep. Alice Hoffman, Practical Magic. Fortuna is a Roman goddess of luck, chance, and fate. She is often depicted blindfolded or veiled, and represents the dichotomy of good and bad fortune. Her father is Jupiter, which in astrology is a planet associated with expansive energy that leads to abundance and attracts the good forces of the universe. Fortuna is blindfolded so that she can spread her luck impartially, so that a rich or poor man both have a shot of being blessed with her Horn of Plenty, also known as Cornucopia. She is a reminder that luck can find us in strange places, and that working alongside of her instead of fighting her can work to help create our own fates. The Wheel of Fortune teaches us that we can create our own luck, even if our soul is fated to have a certain experience. There are things that we can do to invite good luck into our homes and ward off bad luck my favorite way to attract good fortune is to burn white candles and to keep a bay leaf in my wallet. You can also write wishes on bay leaves and burn them to help them come true. But beyond charms and manifestations, sometimes life just happens, and we are blessed with the opportunity to learn stoicism and detachment. When you can learn to love yourself despite acceptance or rejection, create your art, without getting too attached to praise or failure, to be fully present despite the future or the past. We learn to truly see ourselves in our full nature and use our free will to choose our next step on the path fate has given us. But I hope you keep a bay leaf in your pocket, just in case. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Fairy Ring. Take care and I'll see you soon.